What is up? This is Take It or Leave It. You know, you know what it is this week, right, Ethan? Yes. Or, it, this today, I guess. It's uh, Leave It or Take It. Yes. No. No. Take It or Leave It uh, here on a Monday. Monday. Monday Fun Day. Not what most people would call Not it. Not what most people, but you gotta, you gotta make out of it what you can. So, uh, fun day today, packed show, a lot to discuss from week, can you believe it, week six of college football. It feels like it should be week three. It, it If that, by. it feels like it just started, yep. and it is, we're halfway through the season. Yep. Every team plays 12 games, and this is the end of week six. We are halfway through the season. It's incredible. So, let's jump right into it. We're going to start with a team that we have been known to hate on on this show a little bit. A team that I stumbled momentarily and stopped hating on them and uh, and claimed that they were a real team. And immediately after, this was last week, they lost. Or not last week, week before last. Yep, two weeks ago. Two, they two lost weeks to ago. They lost to Pitt um, in, a, in a crazy game. I'll give it to them. Pitt's a yep. tough team, crazy game, whatever. At one point, yeah. And then they go and beat the powerhouse that is UConn last week. Basketball powerhouse. Don't tell anybody that. UCF fans don't want you to know that. They are a powerhouse. Okay. And then they come back this week ready to go against Cincinnati, who, you know, another one of those pit-style teams. Very, um, what do we say, scrappy. Very yeah. good team that can beat anyone. They can upset anybody. But... Should if you are a real team, you take care of business against Cincinnati, and they come out. And how did the national champions look? Like they took a second L in three weeks. That's how they looked. Yep, not like a national championship team. National championship team. That's for sure. You said national championship. I yeah. think you said it twice. I think you said it the second time too. And it's because of these chips here. Probably they're really good, and they're on your mind. Uh, they have to be. I mean, they're on my it's, mind. It's my, uh, you know, mid-podcast snack. What are they called? Lay's Poppables. Poppables? Yeah, this is Try a free it. advertisement. They are delicious. Currently the favorite chip on the market. We're not getting paid at all for this. Nope. Ooh, I'm jealous. But, yeah, so they, they came out and <laughs> they lost. 27-24. Uh, to 24. Again, not a bad loss, but you just can't be taking these losses to these average teams if you're going to be calling yourself a real team. Because now you're just going to fall. That's a real team. Like, they want to be top 10 in their place right. when they're not, like, right. put in the top 10. So, come on. Right. So, I mean, it, it, you have to be, like, you're just going to fall into their category. You're going to be a Cincinnati. You're going to be a Pittsburgh. You're not going to be a real team. You're going to be one of those scrappy, annoying teams that could beat somebody big, but you're not going to do it consistently where you're considered one of the top teams. And they're double scrappy and annoying because they are. They are scrappy and annoying. Yeah. They're good. Like, they're a fine team that can go out and beat potentially anybody. We saw it with Auburn a couple of years. Was it last year in the bowl game? Yes. However, you're going to be even more annoying because you're talking about how you're number one now and we're the national champion and we're national champion. Stop. Just beat, beat these teams that you should beat. Um, yeah, and they were ranked number 18. And after that loss. I think Dunzo. I mean, second loss in three weeks. you got to be. I think they're still receiving votes, though. This is, okay. This is great radio. It's not radio though; it's a podcast, so it is a great podcast. What do you uh, got? Uh, they're not, they're not top twenty-five. I don't see them here. Well, I know that, but I'm, I'm saying I'm pretty sure they're receiving votes, but Let's that's about see. it. 
UCF has nine votes. So they they dropped tremendously. Yep. All right. I'm done with it. I'm not going to spend too much time they on it anymore. fourth to last in votes. Not worth our time right now. Sorry. Yep. Number 19, Michigan. You know who they're down by? They're right next to Pittsburgh. Not worth our time. <laughs> number 19, Michigan beats number 14, Iowa. We'll talk about this a little bit more later in our 3Bs recap. They beat them 10-3. to This was a wild defensive game. Boring as heck. But you know what? That's football sometimes, and mm-hmm. that's uh, that's Big Ten football. Three and out punt, three and out punt, three and out punt, four and out, three and out punt, three and out punt. Just just not fun. Yeah. Well, some people that are I, – I am a fan of defense, but I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of good defense when there's at least some scoring. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, so Michigan – uh, we'll probably. Uh, I know they moved up a little bit. I don't know how much. Uh, moved up three spots to number sixteen. And that's probably right about where they should be. And then Iowa fell three spots to number seventeen. And yeah, that's probably right about where they should be. <laughs> so uh, number ten. Oh boy. Nope. Sorry. I skipped one. Number twenty-one. Oklahoma State loses forty-five to thirty-five to Texas Tech. And remember, we were in a, the car, and I was wondering who should I pick here. I'm not quite sure. And I took. Uh, Texas Tech, because I told you, you know, Oklahoma State's been doing well. I think mm-hmm. they had, at the time, maybe two ranked wins, but now is a great time for them to take a loss. Yep. Especially with all the losses we've seen with these, you know, 20 to 25 teams. And and it happened. Texas Tech takes the win, 45-35. And Texas Tech's a good football team, so don't yep. get that twisted. They haven't... Uh, I stand by what I've said all season. Besides the top five to seven teams in the country, any, I truly think anybody can win these games. Anybody. I think between eight and maybe eighty, anybody can win a game this year, and, and oh, it's man. awesome. It is fun to watch. Wisconsin's ranked eight. I think you're better than eight. <laughs> I'm not talking about the top twenty-five rankings. I'm talking about when you look and you see. So like, Alabama, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Um, I'm missing someone. Georgia, LSU. LSU thank you. That's uh, I would have put Auburn in there last week, but we'll talk more about them. Um, I wouldn't right now. Um, at, I mean, past those teams, it's kind of hard to, to... Clemson? Well, I mean... I don't even know about Clemson. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't know that they're a top 5-7 to seven team. I mean, anyways, let's let's carry on. Number 10, Florida, beats number 7, Auburn, 24-13. to 13. Yeah. We'll talk so about this one a I little bit. I bet against well. Bo Nix, he hurts me. I bet for Bo Nix, he hurts me. Yeah. The guy just doesn't like me. I will admit... As, as good as he's looked this year, he, he has also looked very inconsistent. And he continued that trend this weekend. He did not look great. Auburn as a whole did not look great. And we talked about this earlier. I don't necessarily... I'm not going to give Florida all the credit. I'm not going to take all of it either, though. Auburn played so bad. Florida played pretty bad. Florida just played less bad. Now, I said to you what I where I will credit them is... They have a great defense. Florida's, and I can't, I can't keep being a Florida hater. I have to look at it objectively. And whereas I, I think they're overrated, I do, I truly do. And I think that if they played Auburn on a different Saturday, just if 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 it was a different day, even if both teams played well, I think Auburn's the better team. I do. But that defense is very good. Florida's got a very good defense, and there's a reason they make other teams look like they don't know what they're doing and look like they're playing a bad game. I don't think it's all. Just the team playing a bad game. I think they have a really good defense. So I think part of Auburn looking terrible Saturday 
was the fact that Florida's defense was making Bo Nix uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I, mean, I give him credit there. You can kind of see that consistently throughout Florida's yes. entire schedule so far. I mean, yes. even the start starting game against Miami, <laughs> either team could have won that game. And then, you know, they go and play, Kentucky, was it Kentucky last week or two weeks ago? A couple weeks ago. That either team could have won that game. And they had know. to come back to win. Right. Yep. So, I mean, it, it's just inconsistency from Florida, and they don't have a solid enough offense they to don't. guarantee them a win. Their defense does always keep them in the game, though. Absolutely. So like, I even like if there's defense. points on the board, Truly defense believe still keeps them in the game. Talent-wise, they are and, – and, I'd have to look at the stats. I don't want to stay stat, stay stats wise because I don't know the stats. But talent wise and just eye test wise, they have a top five t- defense in the country. Very good defense. I just don't like the offense and I don't like the team as a whole. As far as you're talking about playoffs or like, can they continue this all season? I, I don't think they can. Um, but you know, they've proven me wrong a couple times this season now. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you want to do the next one? I don't want to talk about any more teams I don't like. <laughs> The uh, next game is Ohio State uh, playing Michigan State, and Ohio State came out and beat them 34-10. to 10. Rankings, what were those? Uh, Ohio State was ranked number four. Michigan State was ranked number 25. Okay, so they kind of, yeah, 34-10, not too close, um, especially when you consider it's a conference matchup. Um, and uh, I believe Ohio State was at Michigan State. I don't know that for a fact. But I'm pretty sure they were, and uh, so that's a really good win. No, for it was Ohio Michigan State. State in Ohio State. It was. You found it. Yeah. Sorry, I thought I wrote these where the away team was always or the home team was always second, but I guess I didn't. That's why I said that. But anywho, so regardless, Big Ten matchup when you can get a 24 point win, that's impressive. Yeah. Especially against a ranked Big Ten team who is Michigan State a ranked team? I don't know. They're not anymore. So yeah, no, they're not. But should they be some weeks they look like they should, some weeks they don't. So yeah. another just very inconsistent team. So that's gonna that's gonna be a, not a tough game next this next week for Wisconsin, but it'll be a good game because Michigan State's coming off this loss and they're thinking, Oh, it's just Wisconsin, we played Ohio State, you know. So Yeah. I like you guys to be cover game. that game. I think it's a pretty big spread too. I think it's like seventeen points. And no no, no it's ten, ten and a half, ten and a half, sorry. Okay. But I like you to cover that pretty easily. Um Stanford, what is going on? Them and USC, and they played each other, I believe. Yeah, USC beat them. Mm-hmm. But both teams are like, I feel like they're the same team where they they lose these really incredible, incredibly winnable games. And then here we go. Stanford comes in and beats number 15, Washington, 2015. Uh, Stanford was beaten by UCF. Yes. And it's, it's so frightening because Washington has played pretty well this year. Yeah, I'd say. And... You, Stanford's going to come in and win. And again, you know what? Just keep ringing my bell. Anybody can win these games outside yeah. of those top five to seven teams. Like, yeah. Anybody can win. Yeah. It's incredible. So so I guess that also... Did you mention they're, they're ranked number 15? Yes. Okay. Yes, they beat number 15 Washington. I, yes, I did. And it's just... I guess this whole... Like anybody can win also takes a little bit of our, our thrust off of UCF. Because anybody can win, so and they're definitely not a top seven team, so right. But I, I guess why I'm so hard on them is because of how obnoxious they are about we're great, we're so good, we're national so, champs. Yes. Anyways, uh, what we got next? There you go. I put the last two, both of our teams last, so I figured you want to talk about this a little bit. Uh, number eight, Wisconsin 
beats unranked Kent State. That's okay, though. It was the fashion nothing. that they beat them. Yeah, 48 nothing. So another huge uh, win there, holding them from scoring at all. Wasn't 42 that in the first half? Uh, I'm not sure, but I do know that Jonathan Taylor went off this game. Jonathan Taylor played out of his mind. I think he had a total of four touchdowns this game. No, actually he had five. he had five, four in the first half. Yes, four in the first half, and he played the third quarter and got his fifth there. He had four four rushing and one receiving. So just adding to his stats here, he's just... He's just taking How many yards? 183? 186. 186 yards rushing. And a couple more receiving. receiving. Okay. So over 200 all-purpose yards. Yes. Great game for him. A lot of touchdowns really helps his case in our little Heisman watch, I think, uh, that we'll get to in a little bit. And that's um, that's really that's off of three quarters, uh, maybe two and a half. That's off of twenty two touches. Yeah, it's incredible. So what was that? What was his average that game? It had to be close to. He was averaging nine point eight yards. <sighs> uh, say close rushing to in nine point seven receiving. Wow, great game for him. Yeah, flipping over to a not so great game. This will probably be the last time I talk about Miami because it is just, it's over for us. And obviously, it, it is. And what I, what I mean by that is we had this little juice two years ago, and that juice kind of fizzled last year. And I thought, you know what? We can still regain it because we have so much talent. And I still believe that we have so much talent. There is something wrong in Miami, and we are years from fixing it. Miami goes down 28 0 against the worst Virginia Tech team. The, lead, the, the country has seen in a long time. A lot of people thought they might be the worst in the ACC. And we go down 28-0. Now, they show some life and they fight back. They tie it up 35-35 with seven minutes left. No, I lied. 35-35 with about three minutes left. And what do we do? We miss the extra point. That would have put us up 36-35, but it didn't matter. Virginia Tech slowly and methodically Drives the ball down the field. Scores with a minute left. Oh, but Miami's got to be dramatic about it. We drive down the field. And we get two shots to the end zone from the 10-yard line. Only to have one, the very last one, dropped off his hands. Bounce. And there goes the game. There goes the season. There goes all the momentum we've built for three years. And I guess you could say maybe five years, six years, because of the years before that great season two years ago. Miami is officially dead. They are a dumpster fire, and they will not regain consciousness for a while. End scene. That was, was that dramatic enough for you? That, that was. For this dramatic that game? That was the most theatrical uh, feeling. Well, like, they freaking deserve it. <laughs> They're the most theatrical team. Oh, let's go out and against a top 10 Florida team almost win and lose it in the last three minutes okay now let's go look absolutely awful against north carolina virginia tech central michigan oh but wait in that virginia tech game we're gonna almost win in the end mind you this game was at home people like good okay i'm over it that's it theatrics are over that's our recap for week six we're looking forward to the future and now you know what it's fine. I can be a. I can just be a college fan now. I can just watch college football and enjoy it, and not worry about 
the stupid hurricanes. What kind of a name is that anyways? You live in Florida. The hurricanes kill people. I love I love it, but I'm just <laughs> mad at them right now. Anyways, moving on. That brings us to our Heisman Watch uh, post-week six, obviously, Heisman Watch. Uh, Easton, I don't know if you looked at my list. I think I changed Briefly. it since I sent it to you, maybe. Um, you can change up whatever you like. I will start this week, and then you just say you agree and give your, you know, so I'll say my number one. Right. And you can either agree or disagree and, like, give your whatever your argument or your whatever you want to say. Give and us then, your first two. Give us your no, first two. No, 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 two. I'm giving you first one. And then you do number two, and then I'll say if I disagree or agree. I'll just start with number one. I guess you're saying first two because you're going to agree with number one. Yeah. Tua. Yes. Even after a bye week, he's the first one that has regained or that has not moved down after a bye week for us. And it's just because his stat line's absurd. You can't. And he hasn't. The, their, their schedule's not tough, but it's not cupcake. So he's, he hasn't played completely incoherent teams or. Is that the right word? I'm, I'm thinking not incoherent. Um, incompetent. Incompetent. Thank you. I guess incoherent could work too, but it's yeah. just not quite the right word. I mean, 23 passing touchdowns on the season, zero interceptions, 1,700 yards, and a 76.4 completion percentage. Add in a couple more rush, rushing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. That brings his total to 25 touchdowns with how many turnovers? At least how many interceptions? None. None. The guy is insane. He's a robot. Mm-hmm. If the Dolphins win a game, I I will. I'm not going to watch football anymore because <laughs> we need him. And I wasn't quite sure at the beginning of the season. I'm not going to lie. I was leaning a little Justin Herbert because he's a little bigger. Mm-hmm. He's he's pretty athletic. Got a big arm. I was looking at. I was even thinking. You know, I'm not bought into Trevor Lawrence, but he's got the big body. I was even thinking a little Justin Fields. He's got the big body. Screw it. I don't care. Tua is head and shoulders better than any quarterback in this draft class. Just not head and shoulders taller. No. That was good. <laughs> exactly. So, yes, number one, Tua. Yeah. So, I uh, just want to bring back, since we're on the subject of Tua in Alabama, is that one of your absurd opinions, absurd opinions. Can I take it back? Was that Alabama's <laughs> not going to make the playoffs. Dude, And looking I... at their schedule... I'm surprised you made that absurd position, absurd opinion. I don't know. I can't talk tonight. It's okay. And I'm going to explain myself right here. And it will make a little more sense, but I, I, I know it's going to be wrong. I, I regret it a little bit. My thought process was they're going full tilt on this Tua guy after seeing him play obviously really well in the bowl game mm-hmm. against Georgia and then putting together a good season last year. They're going full tilt on this kid. Is he is he all that? Maybe. But my thought was they've always been a ground-and-pound defensive team. And not that their defense is bad, but they clearly didn't put as much into it this year. And even Logan agrees, their running game is not as great. So I was like, they're going completely off-brand of Alabama football for this kid. Mm -hmm. And if he busts, or not busts, even if he just plays okay, they can't do it. They can't win these games. And I'm wrong. I was wrong. And I... I'm going to be wrong, and it, it would take quite a bit because it looks like in that division now. Now, LSU could have something to say about it. Georgia could have something to say about it. But they're like the rest of their schedule is. It, I see maybe Auburn, maybe three games that they could lose. Maybe Auburn. Now again, Auburn had a bad game against and that's, Florida. That's like 
me wincing saying three games that they could lose. Yeah. Because they're, they're playing Texas A&M, which will be a tough game, which I, I, th- I, I think, think that they're going to just completely destroy them. I do too. Well, here's the thing, because again, with the defense thing, Texas A&M will put up 20 points. Mm-hmm. Alabama will put up close to 60 probably, yeah. and it will be a blowout. And it's and that's what I was, you know, it's And then it's they've tough. got Tennessee, then they've got Arkansas. Not but then happen. there's the big game, LSU. Huge That's game there. So, so now picture this, though. I, I, I'm going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But there is still that chance that LSU goes out and steals one. Mm-hmm. And then there's still that chance, again, Auburn is not as good of a team as Alabama. But no matter how good Alabama is and how bad Auburn is, every year someone could win that. Anybody can win that game. Right. That kick six year, Auburn was not a great team that year. Right. And they won the game. And, and Alabama was number one. Yep. So... So I if still have LSU a chance steals here. one and Auburn steals, steals one, one. They will not be in the playoff. They'll not. They won't do it because they're not going to. And let Auburn's two. last game of the year. Yes, and so that's the only way I can be right because they're going to obliterate everybody else. And right. I think because then they've got Mississippi State and West Carolina. Yes, and I think they will beat LSU close. I think it'll be a very good game, but but when I say close, I mean I think they win by 10, four, 10 or fourteen. Really, I do. Okay, because I just think their offense is too high powered for anybody. Uh, but although Joe Burrow shows some fight, so let's say seven to ten, I'll say a touchdown to, to ten points, and then I I don't think Auburn can beat I, I don't think Auburn can beat them honestly. So I think they're going to go undefeated to the playoff. Now will they win the championship? I don't know. There's some good teams that'll be in that playoff. But Joe Burrow is also on our list. He is. He is. Where do you have him? Number two. I uh, no, I do not have him number two. <laughs> yeah, we got we went on a rabbit trail right there. Yeah, um, but it was a good one. It good was content. A good one. We needed it. Um, you're number two. Go ahead. Jonathan Taylor. I will ride this bandwagon until it, it proves me wrong. That's fine. I had him number two for a, for a, for a couple minutes. And then I, I had to, it was, I, I'm not talking myself out of him. I'm just, I'm trying to observe. So go ahead. Yeah. I mean, he has 745 rushing yards on the year. Not like in, crazy incredible. Cause you look at Hubbard and he's, he's got over a thousand yards on. I mean, on no, it's crazy. Incredible. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about six. Five games. He's played five games. Yeah, and he has only played two and a half to three quarters of every one of those games. Right. So he's not. He's still not played a full game, which is very impressive. So I mean, it, it's a great stat. It's just not the number one stat currently, which is understandable because of how they're playing him. He has twelve rushing touchdowns on the year. Incredible. Yes, and now twelve and five games. Yes. mind you. Yes, twelve and five. He's not games. a quarterback. He's not. He's not dropping back. 30, 40 times a game. He's getting the ball 15 times a game, 20 times a game, maybe. He is uh, 103 touches, 103 att- attempts as a as a running back, so as, about, as rushing. Not This isn't any of his receiving so stats. 20 per game. 20 touches per game. Yeah. And then Jeez. for his receiving this year, he's had 12 receptions, 114 yards, and four touchdowns. Incredible. So he's got a total of 16 touchdowns this year in five games. Incredible. I mean, those are quarterback stats. Like, some of these quarterbacks don't have 16 touchdowns. Right. Like, on our list. Passing, I'll say some of them, I think all of them do have 16 passing and running. but Combined, yeah. They get, they get the option to do both. So. And they get the choice what to do with the ball every single play. Yes. This guy's only had 115 times to choose what to do with the ball. Here's a crazy stat. So, by the way... Fixing a blooper from earlier, we said halfway through the season we're technically not. Technically, there's 13 weeks because I forgot everybody has a bye. Right. So everyone's only played at this point. Some teams have played six, but some have only played five. So technically, right. not halfway through yet. Think about this. So next week will be halfway through halftime. Next week will be yeah. halfway through the season. 
Jonathan Taylor could very well hit a thousand yards by the midpoint of the season. Scrimmage yards. Sorry, not not because he's at eight fifty nine scrimmage yards right, right now. He could he could very easily go for one forty one in the first half. Maybe not. If he probably will by the end of the game, he'll probably be at a thousand scrimmage yards. But um, that's that's pretty incredible. Halfway through the season, so I completely agree. But I have him number three. I like him. No, he's number twenty three. Uh, yes. So two and three. Yes. So we had to do it. Okay. So you're two. I'm three. <laughs> I and my number two slot have Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback, and you know how much I hate Ohio State. So I'm looking objectively. His one stat that doesn't impress me much is his 69.5 completion percentage, which is funny that I say that because that's incredible. <laughs> to average 69-70% completion percentage is, is absurd. It's just some of these other quarterbacks have much higher right now. Um, and then on top of that, I forgot, he, he does only have 1,300 passing yards, but he is a, he is very efficient with the football. So he only has 1,300 passing yards, but he has 18 passing touchdowns, one interception, almost 300 rushing yards, and then eight more rushing touchdowns. So that's a total of 26 touchdowns, one interception. And to me, again, he's a quarterback, so he gets the option. He can do both. He can run. He's a big guy. He can throw. Uh, but that that's still – that is a lot of production. So I couldn't let it go by. Now, yardage is, like I said, not quite there. He's sitting around 1,600 yards altogether, scrimmage yards. So – or not, it wouldn't even be scrimmage yards, but – 1,600 yards when you combine his rushing and passing. So yards aren't quite there, but he's got a good cast around him. He's got a good defense that's getting him good field position, and he's he's very efficient with the football, scoring a lot of touchdowns. So that couldn't go unnoticed. So I have him at number two and JT at number three, like I said. Uh, my number four, I dropped him all the way down here because he has not been quite as impressed. He's still looking very good, but not as impressed impressive as we thought he was earlier in the season. Wait, no, I can't move on. What do you think about Justin Fields? I didn't give you a chance to talk about Justin Fields, do you have him number three? I do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to say. His numbers speak for himself. Yeah. They look. He he, he looks good. Um. So number four, I've got Jalen Hurts. He's down there now. He's got some good yardage and a lot. A great completion percentage. I do love the completion percentage. Seventy-five point two percent. He's only thrown one hundred and nine passes, which is interesting to me. Um. Justin Fields has thrown uh, one forty-one. Now he has played one extra game. But um, let's see, two has played the same amount of games. He's played 140, and he's thrown 148. So Jalen Hurts isn't throwing the ball as much, but he still does have 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,500 yards throwing, so that's incredible. And again, 75% uh, 75 completion percentage. What else? 500 yards rushing. That's the, that's the incredible stat that keeps him up here, that he's got 500 yards rushing, and he's not a running back. 500 right. yards rushing, averaging 8.8 yards per carry, seven touchdowns. He also, if you want to throw this in there, he's got a reception for 21 yards. <laughs> so I've got him number four. So I don't have my number five passing him quite yet, but he could if he keeps playing the way he is. Do you agree Jalen Hurts number four, or do you have anybody else? Nope. Uh, the next one I had coming up after that was Joe Burrow. Perfect. Me too. Okay. So Joe Burrow's got 1,864 yards on the year passing. And, I mean – that's absurd. Right. Now, does he have has he had a bye week yet? Mm, he has. This week is his bye week. No, he's only played five games, it says. So wait, he's he's off this week? I believe so. No, no, no. He's playing the Gators. Remember one of our, our three Bs. Okay. So he must have had a bye week in the past. So so that's what I was gonna say. Eighteen hundred yard or eighteen sixty four on the season. 
but maybe he's played six games. He has not. So he has the same amount of games as Tua, and he has almost 100 yards more. A over 100 yards more. By a week. No. What? No, he, he had to have already had it because he's, he's yeah, only played he, five he, games. Last week was his bye Last week. week, okay. So that's incredible. That's 1,864 sorry. yards. 1,864. Go ahead. What's his completion percentage? Uh, 71.1. or Yeah, 71.1%. Wait, really? That's not what I yeah, have. Yeah, that's what I have. I mean, that was his last game. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, on the year, it's 78.4. Ridiculous. Yep. That is ridiculous because some of these guys were at around that 80% mark through like two games, three games, and it was like, that's cool, but it's going to come down. He's still lingering there almost halfway through the season. Yeah. His biggest downfall, though, is he has three picks. Which, again, at this point, five games, half a pick per game-ish, a little more. It's going to happen, especially when you're throwing as much as he is. He's throwing right. it more than these guys, 160, 162, 162 times. attempts, yeah. So, and, and not, you know, what two is doing is, is just unheard of. So, but, but yeah, no, so 22 and three, right? 22 touchdowns, three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not a big-time rusher or anything, but he does have um, a few rushing touch, two rushing, two rushing touchdowns on the year. So, so 24 touchdowns, three picks, a lot of yards passing uh great percentage so he's lingering up there again if you're looking at just quarterbacks and just quarterback play i put him above uh jalen hurts i put him above justin fields and i put him right there under Tua. when you're looking at the whole body of work on the season as far as heisman goes you got to put him under jalen hurts he's got a lot of rushing yards and same with a lot of rushing touchdowns and yards for justin fields so um that rounds out our heisman watch for week uh, for week six we will come back to it at the end of week seven and see where we're at which brings us to our most interesting segment no it's not all these segments are interesting but (laughs) our favorite one that really gets the blood boiling and the heart pumping and the adrenaline going three b's picks so we're gonna do our week seven three b's picks in a moment but we're gonna recap week six first that's where i'm gonna turn it over to easton Take it away. Uh, in week six, our first game was number 14, Iowa, traveling to number 19, Michigan. Uh, Michigan was favored by five points. The over-under was 45. Uh, for the overall winner, Britt had chose Michigan, where he was correct. I chose Iowa. Michigan won 10-3. We both chose the under, which is perfect. There are 13 points scored. The over-under Good job. was 45. Good job, Easton. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, we both chose Iowa in the spread. So we chose Iowa in the points, and unfortunately, uh, it was five, right? It was five, And they lost by seven. So close game, but still two out of three there, so not terrible. One field goal would have helped there. (laughs) Yeah, just a little. So Uh, do you have... I am one for three, and you are two for three in that one. Ah, okay. Do we have our... We do have our... Numbers from down. last year, perfect. Yeah, or so, last week, perfect. So you'll yeah. add those up because you're because I'm the math guy, but I need a break. So, <laughs> and then the next game we went to uh, Gainesville, where number seven Auburn traveled to number ten Florida. Boy, oh boy, this one hurt. <laughs> Auburn was favored by three. The over under was forty six and a half. Oof. And <laughs> sucks, in, man. Yeah. In in that game. Um, we obviously we I think we both picked Auburn and the point or to we, to cover. We both chose Auburn to win and, and cover. to cover. 
and they did neither of those things. Uh, Florida won 24 right? to 13. And the, oh, we did. So the over under was 46 and a half. The total score the was 37. We both took the over. We were like, this will be a shootout, boy. Yeah, we went 0 for 3 on that one. <laughs> no free money this week, people. Sorry. Nope. So currently, Britt is 2 for 3, and I am 1 for, or well, 2, two for, for 6, six and yeah. I'm 1 for 6. Oof. Now we go to our final game where Michigan State. Went to Ohio State, so number 25, Michigan State, against uh, number four, Ohio State. Ohio State was favored by 20 and a half. Oh, uh, over God. under was 49. I can remember that one. Um, and we each chose Ohio State to win, which they did 34 to 10. Gosh, um, dude, we took the over, I remember that. Britt chose Michigan State in the points, and I chose Ohio State in the points. So I was... Correct. Correct. They won by they 24. Won by 24. Right? Dang it, dude. So, and we both took the over, and the total was 49. Jeez. And the total score was 44 of the game. So, so you I two was for three. two for three, and you were one for three. So we, <laughs> we tied again yep. this week. So we were each three for nine this week. Bad week. Yeah. But that's okay. Every, even football teams, NFL and college, have a, have a burn the tape game. That was our burn the tape week. To be better this week, that's okay. What does that bring our totals to? That brings you to thirty-eight out of fifty-four. Okay, which is a seventy percent completion. I'm fi- I feel good with that. And Wait, completion. Me- Am I throwing a football? Seventy <laughs> percent. Correct. Correct. Completion. You, you completed seven. I completed my of- promise of free money seventy percent <laughs> of the time. <laughs> And puts me at 68.5%. All right. So So we're still hovering a good chunk above the pros, even with a really bad week. So let's just bounce back this week. Um, And bouncing back for this week, we have your three games. Here we go. I'm going to start. I'll do the first one. um, And then so on and so forth. Or no, I'll just, since you read all those, I'll read all these and and we'll we'll, we'll go for it. Yep. All right. First game. This is going to be a fun week. Number six, Oklahoma travels to Texas. Big rivalry here. Number six, Oklahoma travels to number 11, Texas. Oklahoma is favored by a whopping 10.5 points. So we've got a home dog in Texas. The over-under is 75.5 points. Now, I'll go first, and here's my thought process. I like Oklahoma to win this game. Do I like them to win by 10.5? I don't know. So I'm going to start with what I do like. I like Oklahoma to win. I like the, oh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to go for the over. I'm going to go big on this 75.5 over. I'm going, to, I'm going to go for it because of the fact that these are two high-powered offenses. Sam Ellinger for Texas. Jalen Hurts and his boy CeeDee Lamb. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Oklahoma to win. And I'm going to take... Texas and the points. So I'm I like Oklahoma to win, but by seven to ten, it will not be more than ten. What do you like? Uh I'm gonna go with Oklahoma to win. Oklahoma to cover. And I'm really Ooh. having a hard time with this over under. But I'm looking back at some of Texas's games 
and their lowest scoring game this year was 36 points. And what's Oklahoma's? Probably in the same range, maybe uh, higher. Their lowest might have been 44-ish. Oklahoma's lowest scoring game is 45. Wow. So that right there, that so, would give it to you, right? 44 and 34? Is that what you said? Uh, 45 and 45. 36 would be 81. There it is. That's the over. And that's lowest scoring games. That's and now again, scoring game they've each had. neither of these teams have great defenses either. So it's it, it, it could get ugly, but but in the best way. Right. And that's that's with Texas putting up um, 45 points. Or no, sorry, their lowest was 38 against LSU. Or the second lowest, sorry. Okay. 38 against LSU. Gotcha. So, I mean, it's just... All right, so so I, 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 I feel like I have to go over with knowing all this, who, but it but? makes me so nervous because that, that is a huge over-under. It's, it's ginormous. Anything bigger would be 76. over-under because we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it, and um, that, that means that they would have to each score 38 points. Right? Yeah. To make it but a 76 clearly point they both game. can. I mean, if they 38 can, was their yeah. second lowest, yeah. like, what Let's do you got? Let's do it. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, over. All right, so we got one difference there. Number 10, or for our next one, number 10, Penn State at number 17, Iowa. Both teams have been playing very well this year. Iowa coming off a tough loss against Michigan, 10-3. Penn State is favored by a mere four and a half points. Now, they are a roadie. So Iowa is another home dog over under 43 and a half. I like Penn State to win. I like Penn State to cover and I like I like the over. Nope. Let's go under. I'll go under. Penn State to win, Penn State to cover under. What do you got? Um, looking at Iowa's schedule, they've not played that many difficult teams this, this year so far. So Penn State's going to be another shocker. Michigan was a 10-3. Michigan hasn't been playing that well this year either. No. And it was only a 10-3 game. This Penn State's a much so better team than that I Michigan have team. to go Penn State to win, Penn State to cover, and definitely the under here with how terrible Iowa's been playing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking... That Iowa and obviously Michigan has a bad offense, but but I don't hate Iowa's defense, so I'll take them to kind of wrangle Penn State at least. Penn State, you know, I'm thinking this could be 28, maybe 31 to 10, 31, maybe even 17, and you wouldn't quite get to that that over under. So right, um, I mean, I I understand. Well, that it's 31, State, 17 would actually, but Penn Penn State's one of those teams like they've shown oof. this year. Once they're up, they're not going to stop, and they continue to go and go yeah. and go. Can I change mine? To the over? Yeah, can I take that? Sure. That would give us another difference as well. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to change yours too, because now I'm thinking about it. But can Iowa score? That's the question. Cause, yeah, my thought, my thought that wants me to take the over is the fact that Penn State, if they're up, they're not going to stop. They're going to keep that foot on the gas pedal yeah. because they're playing another ranked team. They want to jump. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the over. You want to switch before I'll let you? Uh, you want, you I switch? actually put mine as the over instead of yours when I was switching on, on the paper. So Are you going to keep it that way? I'll, yeah. I'll All right, so we're it taking it 100% the same, both taking Penn State to win, cover, and over. 
So now and, they'll each score 10 points. Yeah, sorry. I just I started thinking <laughs> about that, and I was like, that 43.5 is actually kind of low. So, um, Last but not least, this should be the best game of the week. I'm, I haven't even looked, but guaranteed college game day. Uh, number seven, Florida. At number five, LSU. LSU is at home, and they are favored by a whopping 13.5 points. Um, over-under is 55.5, which is a pretty big over-under here. I am gonna take the. I'm gonna take LSU to win, and, and I'm gonna stop kind of crapping on the Gators because apparently there's something there. They got a good defense. I'm gonna take LSU to win this, but I'm not taking them to cover. And I am gonna take the under here. I think Florida is gonna kind of hold Joe Burrow not in check necessarily, but I don't think he'll let it, they'll they'll let him explode. I don't love Florida's offense in the first place, so I don't think they'll score a ton. So I am going to take LSU to win. I will take Florida in the points, and uh, I'll take the under. What do you got? All right. I'm also taking LSU to win. Um, that, that defense has been has been good. Um but Joe Burrow and, and Cocho have been have been doing very well. Um, to give us another difference here, I'm going to go with LSU and the LSU and the points there. So you're going to take LSU to cover, mm-hmm. LSU to win. So they have to win by at least 14. So they have to win by two touchdowns here. Um, and I'm going to stick with the under because it's going to be defense. All right, there you have it. So we hopefully got- we will bounce back in these three Bs. Get you some money. If you're betting them, um, you got anything else? Any last little remarks? Um. Oh, it is the college game day game. Yeah, I mean, week that, I honestly Confirmed. did not have to. Just looking at what games yeah. were on this week, like if that yeah. wasn't, they'd be nuts. I mean, right? It's a big rivalry game. Uh, you got to put that on, especially with. <laughs> I hate it, but with, with Florida winning games, they're they're winning games. So, um, that's all we got. You can take it or leave it. Hit us up at Take It. Leave it BH on Twitter. We will get this poll. I know we've been a little late on the polls. Um, lately, we're try- we keep meaning to post them the night we do it. So we're gonna try to get tonight's three Bs posted tonight. So you have a few days. Did I just was that like hard to understand that I just said what I just said? I feel like my words are coming out like mush mouth. I don't know. Hopefully we're, we're not. We're gonna be posting the poll tonight. Will, there you go. I'm gonna be. Because what I'm trying to say is I'm going to do my best. I'm not making a promise. <laughs> but I'm going to do my best to get the poll posted tonight so you have a good four, five, six days to vote. Once again, take it or leave it. And when you do vote, retweet them so we can get yeah. more votes. Yeah. We want to like here. make this uh, a large poll, not just off of three people's opinions. Six. Six people's opinions. I think one had like seven or eight. So one, one, game, one game spiked. We're getting huge, man. Yeah. We love you guys. Peace. Take it or leave it.